0: Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Just Janice. I am so excited for today's episode because I didn't record an episode last week. Life has just been crazy, busy, busy, busy. And so I wanted to jump on here and encourage your hearts today and really was just in prayer about what to even get on here and record. And I really just felt like the Lord was speaking to my heart to just get on and read the word. So that is exactly what I'm going to do. If you know me at all, you know that I am a sucker for journals. I love writing. It is one of my favorite things in the whole wide world besides talking. I love talking, but I also love writing. And so I have this beautiful journal that I actually bought at Mackinac Island, and I love it. And I use this journal specifically just to write the word. So I typically will have this by my Bible. When I'm reading and if a verse jumps out at me or several scriptures jump out at me, I will journal them. I love writing the word of God because it helps me remember them. It helps hide his word in my heart, which is one of the most important things to me. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to read you guys scriptures that I wrote down in my journal and know that it will encourage your heart because the word of God is so good And it literally is the best thing we can talk about to talk about God, talk about his word and just read the scriptures. And I've probably said this a million times, but one of the things that I will typically say to anyone, not even typically, I will always say to anyone who is struggling that comes to me with just concern or they're feeling downcast or heavy hearted, my first response almost always without fail is, have you been in the word of God? And I can only give that advice because that's my gauge for myself. If I'm feeling dry and weary and just extra frustrated and upset or whatever, extra emotional, or just feeling like um, discouraged, I'm like, I will ask myself, okay, have you been in the word like you should? And I'm a word girl. Like I love the word of God. So I don't know that there is ever a day that I'm not in the word to some some form or fashion, but I'm talking like in depth in the word where I'm actually sitting and just meditating on his word and reading it and not just reading it to say that I read it or reading it like lightly. Um, A lot of times I'll play the word while I'm like washing dishes or getting ready in the morning. I'll play it on audio, but to actually just sit down without any distractions when I'm not doing anything else and get into the word of God. That is so, so crucial and important. And so that's what I love to do. And that's what I love. That's like the best piece of advice that I could give anyone is pointing them back to the word, back to their relationship with the Lord, because I don't have anything to give anyone of any value other than that. So, um, that's, that's just what I'm going to do today is just read you some scriptures. And I know it's going to encourage you because God's word is living and active It is so, so good, and it refreshes us. So I'm going to just jump right in here to my journal that I got at Mackinac Island that has a lot of scriptures written down, and I'm going to read them to you. So the first one is Psalms 139, 1 through 4 in the Passion. It says, Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. You perceive every movement of my heart and soul, and you understand my every thought before it even enters my mind. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book, and you know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. You know every step I will take before my journey even begins. The next one, Hebrews 6.19, New King James. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. Hebrews four twelve in the Amplified. I'll just throw this out there. These are my three favorite versions of the Bible. I love New King James for study purposes. I love the Passion Translation more for like hobby. I guess I don't know how else to say it because the Passion is just. I love the way that the words are communicated. The word the verbiage that's used in it is just. Um, brings out a lot more emotion and for me and then the amplified I love because I'm a word nerd and there's a lot more wording in the scriptures. So those are my three favorite. So those are probably that's gonna be everything I read from today is those three. So this one was Hebrews 4:12. For the word of God is living and active and full of power, making it operate, making it operative, energizing and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit, the completeness of a person, in both joints and marrow, the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of the heart. 1 Timothy 4.12 Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, conduct, love, spirit, faith, purity. Romans 12.21 do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. John fifteen five. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. And that's, of course, Jesus talking there. John fifteen fifteen Again, Jesus speaking. No longer do I call you servants. For a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard from my father... I have made known to you. John fourteen, thirteen and fourteen. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Romans eleven twenty nine. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Romans ten seventeen. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Galatians five one. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again by a yoke of bondage. Galatians 20, or 5, 24, and 25. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Galatians 6:14. But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. I love this verse, these verses, this portion of scripture. It says, The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all those who mourn to console those who mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified Jeremiah 17 do not say, I am a youth, for you shall go to all whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Habakkuk 2, 3, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie, though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Romans seven eighteen, and then just the first part of that one, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. First Corinthians fourteen twelve. Even so you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. First Corinthians fourteen thirty three, just the first part. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. That is such a good scripture and a reminder whenever you feel like you're in a situation where you're like not sure if the Lord is speaking to you or what he's saying and like different opportunities. Maybe you're coming at you, or situations and like it's surrounded with confusion and chaos. That's a surefire sign that that is not the Lord or that the enemy is trying to tamper with what the Lord is doing. But just knowing when God speaks to you, it will always be accompanied with peace. So I love that scripture. It's just such a good gauge and reminder and indicator that God is a God of peace and he never authors confusion. 1 Corinthians 14 39. Therefore, brethren desire earnestly to prophesy and do not forbid to speak with tongues. Second Corinthians nine two, the second part says your zeal has stirred up the majority. I love that scripture because our zeal and our passion for the Lord has such, such potential and opportunity to stir up other people. And obviously that could go either way. Like if you're zealous for things that aren't of the Lord, like it, it affects other people too. But I just love the phrase that I use all the time, contagious Christianity. I love that. Like it has a power and ability to impact other people and to stir up the majority. And that's my heart. I want to have have a zealous faith that just sparks fire in other people too. So love that scripture. Second Corinthians 9, 6. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. 2 Corinthians 9, 8 says, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. I love that scripture too. I feel like I just want to talk about every one of these because I love the word of God, but I love that scripture. It's such a good reminder, especially if you're stepping out in faith and you're doing just stepping out into what God's calling you to do. This promise that he promises to give us sufficiency in all things and that we would have an abundance for every good work. And so I know a lot of times for me, like God's called me to step out into things and it's like. I don't have what I need for this. Like I need people or money or resources, whatever it is, it's not always financial. And God always without fail supplies above and beyond what I ask, think, or imagine. And one, one perfect example of that, I have several that I could think of, but one is we did a women's conference a few months ago and the conference center was like $2,000 to rent. We didn't have $2,000 to pay for it, but we knew God was calling us to do it. So we booked it in faith. And then we had like, two or three people come alongside and just be like, hey, we want to pay the, for the cost of this so that the event can stay free for the women coming. And so just a good example that sometimes we have to step out and then um, watch God's provision for it. So I love that. Galatians 2.20. I love this scripture too. Okay, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians three thirteen and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Ephesians 1, 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Ephesians 3, 10-12 To the intent now that the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Um, the next one, I love this one. <laughs> I love all of them, obviously, is Ephesians one fifteen through 22. It literally took up my whole page. So I'm going to read this because apparently this was a good one. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also and that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Mic drop, seriously, that's such a good scripture. And I'm gonna end with that one, even though I have several more pages here. I wanna end with that because I feel like it was just a perfect way to end this episode. But I wanna specifically look at the portion that says, I'm looking for it here. Do, do, do. let's see um where it says he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places this part specifically far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named that scripture like that scripture is so good obviously the entire word of god is good every syllable every letter of it is so good but god has been showing me so much the last few weeks that i need to stop like seeing Jesus and the enemy as if they're nose to nose, as if they're one against the other, because Jesus is far above all principality, power, might, and dominion in every name which is named. And so I have to see like the enemy never has the upper hand. The enemy never has one up on, on the Lord. God is always far more superior, far more powerful and I don't know. It was just like a mind shift for me because I always felt like it was like good versus evil, which, which it is. There is a war always being waged in the spirit realm and in the heavenlies. And we have the authority to come against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. We know that that's where our battle lies. But for me, and maybe for some of you too, it was, I needed that like mindset shift of like to stop seeing the enemy as being as powerful as God because he's not. And so I guess that's how I'm going to end this episode today. is just that reminder that Jesus is superior. He's far more powerful. He is way above all principalities and powers and dominions. And so we have that resurrection power living inside of us. There's another scripture that says that the dunamis power of the resurrection, the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of us. And I just pray for myself and for you that we have a revelation of that truth because like I know that in my mind, but I don't know, I I know that I don't walk in that the fullness of that power and authority as much as I could. And another thing God has really been showing me over even the last few weeks, um, specifically at a prayer night that I went to a few nights ago, the Lord was speaking to me about this. and it was like he was showing me the scripture that says, that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. He was showing me that we've done very well as a church. This isn't to anyone specifically, but as a church with like not succumbing to the fear of the enemy, not giving in to the tactics of the enemy, resisting the devil, and he will flee like that whole first part of the scripture that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Like we recognize that we don't succumb to the fear, but like that it's like we're in limbo between the two where we're not succumbing to fear, but we're also not living in the power, love, and sound mind in its fullness. And so I know for me in this season of life, I know God is calling me more deeply into that and just giving me more revelation on like, I am a daughter of God and I have authority in Christ. What does that look like practically? The power, love, and sound mind. So I'll leave you guys with that. You guys can pray about that for yourself individually and um, what God has for you with that. So yeah, it's just exciting to know that we carry that power within us, that his spirit lives within us if we're born again believers and that we do have authority in the earth and authority over sickness and disease and principalities and powers. And, and, um, I just love it that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil and he did exactly what he came to do. And I just love living for him. I love Belong. the fact that I belong to him. I love that I'm hidden in him and that, yeah, I just love the fact that we serve a God who is intimate with us, that he desires relationship with us and that he truly does give us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. And so, so yeah, I hope that this message encouraged you and I'm going to go ahead and close out in prayer because I love praying over you guys and love, um, just the privilege of prayer. And so stay encouraged Stay encouraged, stay in the word, and um, encourage one another. I mean, that's that's scripture too, to encourage one another. We need each other as the body of Christ. Isolation is such a tactic of the enemy, and there's so many scriptures even about isolation, and we know that the enemy always wants to sow discord and division amongst believers, and we just need to be there for each other, to be quick to forgive, to not harbor offenses. We know that we're called to love and love keeps no record of wrongs. So that's a whole other topic I could get on, but I'm going to stop myself. Just keep encouraging one another and stay encouraged yourself. And I'm going to go ahead and pray. Father God, I just thank you so much for the opportunity to jump on here and read your word to encourage the hearts of your people. God, you are so faithful, God. And I just thank you for your faithfulness to us, God, the way that you love us that you love us with an everlasting love, a love that cannot be measured. God, I thank you for your goodness to us. I thank you that your goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives, even on the days that are hard, even on Mondays, even on the days that feel like they're more of a struggle. God, your goodness and mercy never changes. God, because you never change. God, I pray that you would encourage the hearts of every single person that is listening. God, I pray that you would fill us with that zeal that I was talking about earlier, a zeal and a passion for you, God, that we would be contagious with our faith. God, that you would just ignite the fire inside of us to burn brighter, to burn stronger, to burn with more intense heat. God, we want to be on fire for you. I just declare that you are my first love, Lord, and I just pray that all of us have that intimate relationship with you, God, and I pray that if there is anyone listening who doesn't know you, who doesn't have relationship with you, God, I, I pray that today that would happen. Your word says that today is the day of salvation. So I pray that no one who hears this episode would stop listening to it without making that decision to serve you, to love you, God, because I know for me and anyone else I know who has said yes to you, it is the best decision we could ever make. So God, I thank you that you're passionate for us, that you pursue us. God, that you love us the way that you do in Jesus name. Amen we